If you knew me, you'd know that music is my ultimate happiness in life. Hi, we're Hannah Bay, Jasmine Joda, and Teresa McCartney, all T23s. And you're listening to If You Knew Me, a grassroots podcast dedicated to celebrating diversity, equity, and inclusion at the Tech School of Business at Dartmouth. How old were you when you first picked up an instrument? Sure. It was really honestly one of my first memories as a kid was my dad putting a guitar in my hands um, in my parents' basement of our, our old house in, uh, in Maryland. I don't, I don't know why it meant so much to me and how that memory still sticks in my head 25, 26 years later. I was probably two years old or so or three years old and um, the guitar was tuned to an open chord so that when you strum it, um, it sounds like a, like a G chord or an E chord or whatever. My dad would essentially tune the guitar for me open and put on songs in that key and I would play along. And that's kind of how I first started playing. It was super ear based and, and just kind of like enjoying being an instrument in the song. It sounds like it was really fun for you to be with your dad in that way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah, my mom was right there dancing along to the music too. And both my parents are, are really, you know, really passionate about music and especially with my dad's like taste in music stemming from like bluegrass, Americana music, kind of going all the way back to uh, early like Grateful Dead days um, really inspired me a lot musically. And it's been a huge part of my life, um, you know, ever since I picked up the guitar at a really early age. Your dad, it sounds like it was a huge influence on you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. Still is, to be honest. But yeah, I think especially from music, um, it was my my um, parents' college roommate who taught my dad how to play guitar, and he's he's off. Um, he's a professional musician now. He's been on the road for like thirty five years um, as a member of uh, Leftover Salmon, the band. Having them as a huge influence in my life musically, and my dad teaching me what Vince, the, their roommate, you know, taught him, kind of started it all for me and yeah it's, it's definitely full circle now i get to play sometimes with vince um like when i'm at their shows a little backstage or whatever and it means a lot to me very full circle sounds like it because they get to keep the journey going yeah so yeah i'm extremely thankful that i was exposed to music at such a young age so the first time you played guitar was when you were two three years old <laughs> yeah how did you get over being really bad at it in the <laughs> beginning like how did you get yeah. good at it yeah so i think um the thing that kept me going with guitar for my entire life and and I've only really set it down for like a few months this one time in middle school like I still remember it I've, I've pretty much always played um the thing that's kept me going and kept me energized is um actually listening to songs and playing along to songs so I I you know even more than probably playing guitar like I love listening to music um, pretty much at all times in my day-to-day -day. and um, by putting on music like really loud and playing guitar along to it and trying to learn the melodies and the chords um, and improv improvising over um, these songs um, regardless of genre that that's really what's kept me kind of like energized and I'm always um, you know being exposed to new music new bands um, even new genres and um, that kind of is like an endless source of of inspiration I would say. What's a new genre that you discovered recently? A genre that um, I never really thought would like work well with guitar. That um, is something that my uh, tuck band uh, Manic at the Disco has tried to like implement a little bit is playing some more um, like electronic music. I think it was our first show last year, like our debut Manic at the Disco show. We played off with, or Heads Will Roll rather, um, which, you know, from like Project X fame, like EDM 
Um, and we figured out how to make that pure like synth artificial bass song like into a full band song with really raw like emotion by our singer Lola and driving beats by Cooper and I tried to figure out how to like play guitar on top of that and it worked really well so it's been kind of a cool like genre to explore a little bit um I think um you know Alex one of my band members is really knowledgeable about um electronic music so it's it's really challenging to figure out how like a guitar fits in that um but it's really rewarding when when you can pull it off so yeah I'll, I'll go with EDM as the answer <laughs> I love it <laughs> Always go with EDM. Mm. Tell me about how you felt when you first went to go form Manic at the Disco. How did it happen? Let's see. Leading up to Tuck, even before we came to campus, I had heard kind of like a rumor that bands at Tuck were a little bit of an institution, like out of all the kind of business schools, I guess, like Tuck seemingly had um, this reputation for like having good bands year over year. And um, also, like, there was a reputation for, like, the administration to be supportive of it and, like, give the band funding, et cetera, to get to have sufficient equipment. So I was really looking to get involved. Um, and kind of as an aside, like, every place I've ever lived, every era of my life, I've tried to and really have formed bands, um, be it, like, high school, college, um, living in New York, after college, um, even joining something um, during, like, quarantine in, in Colorado when I was out there. So... Um, I, I was fully intending to like join a band when I came to talk. Um, and then, yeah, I think we sent out, I, or I sent out a feeler like over the summer to the entire, uh, like class of 23 group me. And, um, you know, I was just trying to see like if there were other passionate musicians in the class, which I assumed there would be out of 300 people, like I was big fingers crossed, but Cooper and I honestly found each other and started messaging and. Um, even before we played together, I knew just based on our conversations that he'd be like a really solid drummer and had really good experience. And then, um, yeah, we just met up in Georgeopolis, uh, classroom really, um, unofficially, I think he was playing rhythm guitar, even he wasn't even playing drums and we just clicked like right away and that was kind of it. So then we were like, all right, we need to, you know, form, um, form this and like get it going as soon as possible. And, um, we were really excited and basically just sent out feelers to the whole class and got singers on board, got bass on board, um, got horn players on board and, um, just, yeah, kind of formed it and moved, moved forward. Um, but yeah, like I remember the 20, the T22s were, um, almost encouraging us to like pump, pump the brakes a little bit. And they were like, wait, hold on. Like they're like, yeah, like give it some time, like settle into tuck a little bit before you get um all the access to all the instruments and stuff and cooper and i were really um persistent and we were just like give us the we keys to the storage now. room we want to go now um so that that's kind of how it started and yeah we were off to the races what do you think made you guys so excited to start right away instead of instead of waiting a little bit because I mean, everything is so new at school yeah i mean music is my favorite thing in the entire world and it's uh it's cooper's favorite thing in the entire world too mm -hmm. so there was, uh, and especially after we played together for the first time, there was really no question that like, um, I would rather be playing music like anywhere I was, if I was in class or if I was at a bar, like I'd rather be, be jamming. Um, so that kind of took first priority going in, but I think also like being, um, you know, you're kind of hitting at a deeper point is like, music is a universal language and it's something that is really comfortable to me. Like, as I was saying, it dates back to my infancy essentially. So even if I was in a new place, um, very brand new to talk, didn't know really anybody in a 300 person class yet. Um, it was foreign. Everything's foreign. Like 
coming back and playing music is, is where I feel most comfortable. And then, um, by being around fellow musicians that also kind of speak the language of music and, um, you know, it's, it's just such a common, like universal thing. Um, if you, if you are a musician, then, you know, we could connect that way. And that's how we kind of, the band formed, um, these really deep relationships, like, um, right off the bat. It sounds like when you're playing music, you have this flow and Mm. within that flow, you can connect with other people who are feeling that flow with you. Yeah. And now I see why I always see you guys lugging all these heavy instruments (laughs) always. Yeah. At like 10 PM. Yeah. Now I know why you guys love doing that so much. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a labor of love, but um, <laughs> like the emphasis on love is is yeah. it's it. I mean, it's again like nothing. Uh, there's nothing I'd rather be doing. Um, so yeah, the whole like lugging equipment back and forth, and um, you know, spending hours and hours and hours and hours and hours like practicing and 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 kind of getting the sound right. Um, it really pays off when we perform, and like mm-hmm. I'll never forget the first. Um, you know, Tuck Band show last year in the fall where it was our debut and um, we kind of blew away expectations and we were all extremely proud of ourselves because we had put in a ton of work, but we were also um, kind of looking at each other like, wow, this uh, this has like insane potential to to be even more incredible um, if we as we will put in like hundreds and thousands more hours, really. Mm-hmm. So um, we knew it was going to be like something special back then. And yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely turned out that way. And um really excited about this year where things are going to go. Yeah. Okay. So tell <laughs> me more about the jungle room. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> How did you guys come up with the name? <laughs> it's good. It's a great question. So, um, so the, first of all, the premise for jungle room, um, it's, um, essentially an off-campus band, um, that's, that's like separate from the tuck band kind of ecosystem. Um, so it's, you know, it's not affiliated with school. It's not like a club. It's not school funded, et cetera. Um, the genesis of it was that um, last year I saw a newspaper article that like this new place called Sawtooth was going to open up on campus. I'm sorry, on uh, Main Street in Hanover off campus. And it kind of billed itself as like a restaurant slash music venue Um the owner, Kieran, had mentioned in the article, I think, that he wanted to kind of make it a legitimate, you know, music club, kind of Hanover's first, or at least their their current only music club in Hanover. And he wanted to make it like a legit stop between, um, for legit bands between like Burlington, Vermont, and like Portland, Maine, for people to stop by and kind of bring live music to, to Hanover. So um, I um, cold called Kieran um, before I met him, before I knew who he was and, and kind of just explained like um, some musicians I like to play with. Um, we play in the tuck band, but we also play a lot like off campus, um, kind of just like in basements and hanging out and stuff. And we, um, you know, we really want to play on your stage and we're really excited for you guys to be open. And um, we think we can probably bring a lot of tuck, uh, you know, tuck folks into the, into the restaurant slash music club. So give them that value proposition. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, <laughs> it was, a, it was definitely a mutual like yeah. win-win and it's, we'll, we'll see tonight. I think it's, um, it's going to be great. So that was kind of the, the premise, but, um, like the name, um, uh, is kind of twofold. So the name of um cooper and um dan and alex's house where they currently live uh, off campus along with lg is um the jungle which is rebranded um oh. from from a, a different old name that i can't even mention because they'd kill me 
um, or stab me. So, um, but basically, you know, it's the jungle and, um, we've been practicing in their basement and they have like a lot of plants everywhere. And it's like a very great, um, kind of vibe space, um, with like, like, yeah, just like jungle stuff and like ferns everywhere in it and stuff. So we were like jungle room. And then, um, kind of as an aside, my favorite up and coming band, I guess they're, they've already kind of like they're not peaking, but they're, they're, they're really blown up is, is called goose. And there's a cool, um, lyric in one of their songs that refers to being in the jungle room. So I thought it'd be a cool, um, just a cool way to reference it. And goose as a band is, um, they're like 31, 32 years old. So basically my, kind of my age. And, um, they even went to high school with a couple people in our class at Tuck. And so I, I like identify with them a little bit in like an alternate universe. If I was like, way infinitely better and like really pursued music full time like mm-hmm. I, was, I was like I could be them or something so yeah. I, I love you know seeing them and supporting them and they're selling at Red Rocks now and like Radio City Music Hall and stuff so they're mm-hmm. they've blown up but yeah. yeah that's the name I hope well hopefully one day you can perform with them that'd cool. <laughs> yeah that'd be that'd be pretty ridiculous but yeah <laughs> I would love it do you anticipate that you will continue playing music with the guys and like maybe you'll play at Burlington next and yeah yeah I mean yeah we we as far as this year goes um we recognize that you know we're graduating at the end of this year and so time is very finite um we think we're in a really good spot right now where we you know we've for for this show tonight at Sawtooth like we've learned like 18 new songs and so we've got a, a ton of new content and um we learn content super quickly so we want to really go as hard as possible this year and play as much as possible ideally playing sawtooth um a couple times a month even by the time we graduate on like a recurring clip um you know something else we're eyeing is potentially yeah like playing in burlington before um winter formal or something playing at wobbly barn would be really cool um but yeah just kind of anywhere that we can play and we'll we'll find opportunities but um you know even from like a business and marketing perspective like the fact that we've almost sold out our sawtooth show tonight and we've been able to move um you know over a thousand dollars in revenue for them like just from ticket sales alone is we can kind of take that to other venues and be like hey we did this so um yeah. you know let us in the door basically just bring the tuck community so, wherever you go yeah and then um yeah and like not not um not to forget like manic at the disco is you know really strong and we're really excited about this year as well um we um have a show coming up on the 12th of November, um, which is a Saturday, basically right before like Thanksgiving break. And then, um, you know, then we're full force ahead or full steam ahead for, um, you know, Tuck Winter Carnival and um, Amid Students Weekend, et cetera, into the springtime. So yeah, really, really excited about kind of both these projects that that I'm working on. And um, yeah, just like the more music, the better for me this year. Yeah. (laughs) Do you envision a career in music for yourself? I mean, ideally, yeah. I think... um, I've always kind of like flirted with it a little bit, um, whether it's in high school, considering if I wanted to go and like um, go to like a music conservatory for college instead of like going to a regular university or, um, you know, which I didn't didn't fall through on and went to went to Vanderbilt instead. But um, all the way to like, um, you know, can I somehow get involved in the music industry from like a concert production or festival production perspective or um, you know, being a promoter or something like that. So yeah, I think it's something that it's never going to go away. Like I'm always going to love music and I go to, um, probably 
between 50 and like 75 concerts per year. Um, like I'm always traveling and I'll, I'll fly to like San Francisco to see a show, for example. Um, but I'm always in, in, involved in the scene and love to go to shows and love to meet musicians and hang out with people. And um, I, I will want to figure out a way to kind of incorporate that. So yeah, I think um, even right now, like I'm pursuing product management in um, kind of big tech, but I think that's just a start and it's essentially a way to kind of get my PM skills going and get, um, you know, years or months of experience as a PM under my belt. And then eventually I can kind of take knowledge of knowing how to like create a good product and launch a good product. And you can kind of apply that widely. So I could see, you know, potentially me applying that to, um, you know, launch a new venue or um, work as promoter kind of using um, good PM experience there. Mm -hmm. um, I, I see a lot of kind of uh, ways that it's applicable. Yeah, I'm excited to see it. Yeah, we'll see. It'll be, it's a definitely a long-term play. Um, yeah. I'm relatively risk-averse with my career, at least at the moment. So I'm like, I need to uh, yeah. do kind of, yeah, yeah, do the big tech stuff and, and kind of get my feet under me and then eventually be able to transition into an industry that I'm really, really passionate about um, yeah. would be a really cool, cool play. So I yeah. think it's really incredible that you found something that you're passionate about. I think a lot of people in my life that I know are always looking for what to be passionate about. Mm -hmm. And it's great that you're able to connect with that from such a young age. Yeah. And and appreciate what it means for you with your family, with your friendship, with your life at school and your career. Yeah. So nice. it was really great to hear a little bit about your story today. Thanks. Yeah, no, I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, yeah, I feel really lucky to, to love music and um, have it be really ingrained in every angle of my life and my my history so um yeah it was great to share it with you today hannah Aww, <laughs> um, last question if you could have the audience listen to one song today what would it be um i would say uh steam powered airplane by john hartford and or leftover salmon okay <laughs> i'm gonna put that in the in the show notes thank you <laughs> uh thanks calvin this yeah thanks hb appreciate yeah. your time thanks for having me <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of If You Knew Me. The If You Knew Me podcast was founded back in the fall of 2020 to help deepen student connections and foster a culture of belonging at Tuck. Please check out our other episodes to support and learn more about other Tuckies. If you have any questions or feedback on the podcast, or if you want to be featured on a future episode, please contact us at the email address listed in the description. Oh, Steve,